Hi, everybody. This is Ed Gaines from Zotech Partners. Today's question regarding the No Surprises Act is, what are the known unknowns in the NSA? Very brief background. When the portal opened on April 15th, 2022, thousands of backlog claims were filed. By the end of December, for the first six months, according to CMS, there were 90,000 claims in the IDR portal. And they reported that only about 15 to 16% of those claims had actually been adjudicated. So we know that there's a huge backlog. We also know that there's been a lot of litigation. Most recently, in what we call the TMA2 case, Texas Medical Association, Dr. Adam Corley, UT Tyler Regional Hospital, challenged the second federal rule. And the second federal rule was just struck down about a month ago on February 6th and vacated by the Texas District Court judge. So immediately CMS put all IDR determinations on hold on or about February 10th. And then on uh, February 24th announced that only those claims with a date of service prior to October 25th, 2022 would be adjudicated. So one of the first known unknowns is what are the rules established for the post-October 25th, 2022 dates of service? And what about the thousands of claims that were adjudicated under the now vacated illegal standard that the judge found to be violative of the No Surprises Act? Both of those are huge questions. CMS is expected to tell us at some point what the rules are for the post-October 25th, 22 dates of service and what's going to happen to those claims that were adjudicated. They could say that they would be reopened. They could say that those claims could be reopened at the option of the party that filed them. They could, they could do any number of things and we don't know yet. So that's one of the biggest known unknowns. As I mentioned, what is the legal standard? So with respect to the backlog, one of the other known unknowns is there are two other cases outstanding. The Texas TMA-3 case, which challenges the way the QPA is calculated and the batching rules. That oral argument's gonna be heard on April 19th. And then the TMA-4 case, which challenges the 600% increase in non-refundable IDR fees from $50 to $350 for both sides to pay, plus increases in the IDR fees. So we don't know what the outcome is yet of the TMA 3 and 4 case. One of the challenges in, in all of this, folks, is the TMA 3 case in particular is all about how the, the actual batches are created in the IDR process. If the judge finds for the TMA plaintiffs yet again, then we could have a complete rewrite of those rules as they relate to, to the batching. So that could affect the IDRs as well. So what one of the, the known unknowns is, is that we're going to be in a period of difficult process, let's call it six to nine to maybe 12 months until the dust settles on this litigation, because the litigation is really driving what's happening on the regulatory side. One of the other big known unknowns is 
how CMS is going to address the problem of federal state claims. Now, there are codes which are called RARC codes, remittance advice remark codes, that they could mandate that would help us in the revenue cycle and physician groups immediately know, is that in the Texas state process or is that in the federal process? The community has been advocating for these codes for two and a half years, but CMS has not to date mandated those codes. They've recommended them, but not mandated them. So one of the known unknowns is how is CMS going to do, deal with the fact that of that 90,000 that they reported were filed in the first six months of 2022, 69% were ineligible. So they have a huge issue with respect to the, the, the issue of, of ineligible claims being filed, but they also have a partial solution. So we have the resumption of the IDR process. It's key to remember that all the aspects of the IDR process that are short of the actual decision by the IDRE are still open and available to, to uh, claimants during this interim period where we don't know what the rules are for the post October 25th, 22 dates of service. So there's nothing to stop you from filing and doing all of your requisite documentation and exchange of information up until the point of actual decision. So please make sure that you protect your rights and go forward uh, with those processes. And we are going to hope that we will get to a better day. And I believe we will once we get through the current litigation and the rewriting of the rules. Thank you very much. <music>